Welcome to year two of The Playlist Project, a podcast where we learn about people through music and learn about music through people. I am Stacey C., and playlists for me started as mixtapes, recording songs off the radio with a quick trigger finger on the record button. Mixtapes or playlists can be for yourself or to give to someone else. In this podcast, I hope to share songs and people with you. On this episode of The Playlist Project is my second mom of my life, Nancy. Nancy, how are you? I'm great, Stace. How are you? I'm so great. I'm so glad that you're willing to do this. You actually gave me some crap on my Facebook post <laughs> about when are you going to get the old fogies in? And I don't really think you're an old fogey, but here you are. Well, full disclosure, I am 66. So, <laughs> well, well, we didn't need to share that. It's fine. Yeah, we did because it explains <laughs> a lot of my music list. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That sounds awesome. I can't wait. Um, I know that we're going to get some some generational tunes in here. Uh, mm -hmm. So I'm super, super excited. So first off, who is Nancy? Give me a little like 10 second, 15 second elevator pitch. Who is Nancy? Nancy is uh, first a mom, three kids, one grandchild. I worked for 20 years for the town of Webster Highway Department. I do have a college degree in uh recreation and that's a real thing and <laughs> i didn't just party all through rockport um, sure. <laughs> i worked for a couple of years in that until i uh started to raise my kids i was a girl scout leader uh volunteered for everything under the sun when my kids were growing up and now i'm retired and i have a booth at a craft and antique co-op out in ontario new york i make all kinds of stuff. I make garden art. I make Christmas decorations right now, this time of year. been doing this for a couple of years and it's keeping me busy. It's a real fun retirement gig. So I, as all my guests, I asked Nancy here to bring me five songs that she likes, not necessarily top five, not the best, not the worst, just five that she likes, identifies with. But before we get to that, we're going to go over some music questions. So I'm going to throw a couple at you. Nancy, what is your first music memory? Well, my mom loved music. We had an old-fashioned hi-fi in our living room. Nice. She had Reader's Digest, the, the big sets that had about 10 different albums in it. And she played Tommy Dorsey and Mitch Miller and all the oldies but goodies. So I listened to all that. And my mom loved to jitterbug. So she'd be, you know, all over the living room, <laughs> and, you know, having a good time. So music was really, I had a lot of music in my life. Now, how big was this device? Huge. Was it one of those like floor standing radios? Yes. Oh, yeah. The, the long ones, the long cabinets. And you'd have to lift up the lid and put the <laughs> record on. And then, you know, you had to flip it over. It's final, <laughs> you know? Yep. And the speakers were huge. It was like eight feet long. And, nice. and it was a hi fi, it wasn't a stereo. There's a difference. Tell me about a playlist or maybe mixtape that you received and who gave it to you? Mm, I never had one. <gasps> what? Mixtapes? Honey, I grew up in the 60s and 70s. Yeah, I know, but you still went to college when there was cassettes. Yeah, there was cassettes. There were like um, eight tracks. Right. And there were, and then they went to the little ones. But nobody ever gave me a mixtape. Dave's not a music guy. Yeah, well. Do you make playlists on Spotify now? Follow-up question? Nope. No. No? I don't. 
I don't. I don't have playlists. You, you go and listen to like whole albums all through all at once? Sometimes or I just pick and choose. I don't actually make a playlist. I know that's weird. But again, maybe that's a generational thing. Maybe. I'm not in a playlist. When I was a kid, we had records and I had to listen to the whole thing to get the, the one song that I liked. But or you had to try to figure out free where it was on the record. <laughs> I know. I know. Technology is challenging. <laughs> When you haven't grown up with it. <laughs> I do know how to find the next song with the groups. My father did teach me yes. how to find the next song with the groups. Yes! Yes! You had to put it down. Just right. When it was off or it was going to scratch. Yep. And dad was real mad if we scratched his records. Oh, yeah. Last question. Was there a musician's death that affected you? Jim Croce. Yeah? Yeah. I love Jim Croce. And he died really young. Yeah. And he was a very good musician. And I was really sad when he passed away. You know, he had a lot more to give. What were the circumstances of his death? I don't think I know that one. I don't remember. I think it was an accident of some kind. Oh, no. Yeah. He was young. Mm -hmm. And also John Denver. Yeah. I hate to say it. I'm lame. I know no. these are all people that your listeners probably don't even know who they are. Nah. But Dave and I had gone to his concert out in Canadagua, and shortly thereafter, he died in a plane crash. Oh, my God. And, I mean, that's one musician and one concert that Dave really would go to, mm -hmm. my husband. Yeah. You know, that was a sad thing, too. Yeah. My husband's final song was a Jim Croce song. Oh. When he was on the show. All right. So I'm sure that you put some time and thought in your list. I did. Do you want to set it up at all? Do you have any sort of, like disclaimer or theme or something you want to say before we get rolling when i started thinking about this i really kind of decided that i wanted to look at the music that impacted me along the way in my life songs that were important to me at certain times first of all one thing you need to know about me is i'm a huge broadway fan stacy knows this <laughs> It started very young. I always loved listening to the musicals on TV, the Gene Kelly stuff, Sound of Music came out, and oh my God, that was the best thing ever. Mm -hmm. All the Rodgers and Hammerstein stuff, Carousel, um, Oklahoma, all that stuff was on TV. I had a, a piano, and I had a piano book of Rodgers and Hammerstein songs. One of them in particular really stood out to me, and it was 1968. You got to remember and think about what it was like in 1968. It's kind of a scary time right now with the pandemic and all the stuff going on. Mm -hmm. My generation had John Kennedy was assassinated, Martin Luther King, Bobby Kennedy. Mm -hmm. We had Vietnam. We had the race riots. We had the Vietnam War. And at 12 years old, I was terrified. Mm -hmm. And one of the songs that I used to play and listen to, and I'm a lyrics person, one of the first songs I can remember is You'll Never Walk Alone mm -hmm. by Rodgers and Hammerstein. And that's from Carousel. It's a very inspirational song. Nice. When you walk through a storm, hold your head up high. You won't be afraid of the dark. At the end of the storm is a golden sky and the sweet silver song of a lark. It's kind of cheesy. <laughs> But it was very, yeah, I can do this. Yeah. So that's my first choice. Days I found a really nice version um, sung by Marcus Mumford. Okay. What's the song of the title again? You'll Never Walk Alone. All right. Let's listen. When you walk through a storm, hold your head up high. That was, that was beautiful, Nancy. 
thank you so much. That was, as we were talking over the break, I've never seen Carousel. And you were giving me some some solid Rodgers and Hammerstein knowledge there. I have a book if you want to borrow it. No, I don't. But thank you. <laughs> I didn't think so. I'll just have you tell me. Okay. No, but that version is great. That is the lead singer of Mumford & Sons. I wonder what, why he covered it. Or I wonder why they covered it. I don't know. But you'd be really surprised at the people that are involved in Broadway that also are involved in popular music. Yeah. So there's a lot of crossovers. That was a strong first pick. Good background. Thank you. Thank you for kicking us off. What is song number two? What do you got for us? Okay, song number two, give you a little background here. Fast forward till I'm in high school. One of the things that I listened to a lot was Jesus Christ Superstar. Jesus Christ Superstar. Superstar. It was the time frame. It was 1970, Mm -hmm. okay? Rock opera. Mm -hmm. Tommy had been written, but it really wasn't that popular. Jesus Christ Superstar, Andrew Lloyd Webber, came on the scene with this crazy concept of a rock opera and... I listened to that album constantly because it was just, it was new and different. And man, they were talking about Jesus and his life and making him look like, you know, Mary Magdalene and all this stuff. And it was pretty blasphemous at the time, you know, it was pretty cutting edge because it was something new and something different. Now it's like, eh, so what? To me, I mean, it, it ended up going on Broadway. It was a movie and everything. I mean, they portrayed Jesus as the biggest hippie in the world. The movie has him riding a a psychedelic school bus. Amazing. It was just crazy. So the song from that that I really loved and I used to sing constantly was I Don't Know How to Love Him. And it was sung originally by Yvonne Elliman. Sarah Bareilles played it in the TV version. Oh, nice. Yeah. So this is Sarah Bareilles with I Don't Know How to Love Him. Let's go. to do how to move him I've been changed yes really changed I've never actually seen Jesus Christ Superstar all I know is that little part of Jesus Christ Superstar yes um explain to me again like what's happening in the in the play and movie at, at the song it seems like a like a longing kind of song like a sort of a sad song it's Mary Magdalene and she's not sure if she should love him as a man or love him as a god, mm. I think. Okay. And I think that's her conflict. It's an interesting play. And again, like I said, for the time, it was pretty cutting edge because of the way they treated the, the Jesus story. I am not necessarily the Broadway goer, but um, these songs are really beautiful so far. Thank so you. what's our what's our third one? Like, what's number three? What's on your list? Third one. Okay, so... Fast forward a little farther, and Nancy's (laughs) in college. (laughs) Yes! My next choice is Sympathy for the Devil by the Rolling Stones. See? I knew we had to hit it. (laughs) Yep, yep. And I tell you... I love that song. When I was at college, we used to go dancing, and that song would come on, mm-hmm. and everybody be on the floor going, woo, 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 woo. You know the song, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the song. Yeah, we'd be up there, and we if that song came up on, we were we were on the floor and we were dancing. <laughs> so I heard it a little while ago. And it, it just brought me right back. Yeah, brought me right back to my college days. I had, I had a lot of fun. That's awesome. All right, sympathy for the devil by some stones. Let's listen. I 
And I did look it up. That came out in 1968, but they were still playing that well into the 70s. Oh, so. yeah. No, fantastic song. Also brings me back. My dad was a, a huge stone. Oh, fan. yeah. I love that song. It's just so it's about the devil. I don't care. <laughs> so we go from Jesus to the devil. To the devil. It's great. Oh, I didn't. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm saying. We're telling a story. We're telling who Nancy is. We're going from, you know, nice, happy, Broadway, shiny to Rolling Stones. Yep. There you go. What's number four? What do you have? Number four. I'm bringing it down a little bit. Yeah. Well, number four is The Living Years by Mike and the Mechanics. Oh, I love this song. The reason I picked this was my dad was sick. Yeah. And he had had a stroke. He was in the hospital in Batavia. And I'm driving to go to the hospital. And I'd never heard the song before. And it came on the radio. And I bawled my eyes out. It was really hard for me because he couldn't talk we yeah. didn't know if he knew what we were saying to him he couldn't respond back it's a song about say what you need to in the living years yeah because i think you know what i'm talking about yep. if you don't then you know you might live to regret it dad and i we didn't have any we didn't have any um issues between us as far as disagreements and stuff but it's just it was very poignant at that time and that was a really big thing for me i was only like 33 or something years old yep. when he died and so this song always when i hear it and think about it it always brings back memories yeah so i picked that as one of the stepping stones in my life yeah this is the living years let's listen brings me back i listened to a lot of like warm 101.3 it's a local smooth rock station when you were young honestly we listened to a lot of warm 101.3 on the bus because it was so like benign yeah not offensive nobody's gonna get upset that you're listening to mike and the mechanic right exactly exactly so that's probably that's where fine. i heard that song i like it <laughs> i probably once i listen to that song again from from start to finish um i will probably shed a few tears but uh it's true it's like seize the day talk to talk to your family do what you gotta do say the things you need to say yeah yeah it's important exactly all right well that was four What's your last one? What rounds out Nancy? What rounds out Nancy is what I listen to mostly nowadays is actually classical music. Oh. And it's all because of marching band. Oh, yes. I had kids that were in orchestra. I never suspected until my kids got into marching band that classical music was what they played for their shows. Yeah. When I was in school and in marching band, we played marches and happy songs and John Philip Sousa. Yeah. And those kinds of songs. And I just really, it kind of like when I'm sitting in my office, just trying to create and make things for my, my shop, I try to listen to the stories that the music's telling me. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of pieces that are like that. Appalachian Spring, mm-hmm. which I'm sure sounds real familiar to you. <laughs> and the Pines of Rome. Oh, and I also loved when Marching Band did The Planets. 
Yeah. Holtz is one of my favorites. I love that. Jupiter is still one of my favorite songs. Yes. Yes. Between those three pieces, I actually, I picked, oh gosh, I really. Are you making a last minute change right now as we speak? I know, really. No, I've got two on there. Okay. I'm going to stick with Appalachian Spring, written by Aaron Copeland. Um, he's one of one of America's best. The part of it was the second Allegro. I don't know if you can find it. It was what I looked up. What it was the New York Philharmonic conducted by Leonard Bernstein. We're doing Appalachian song, and then what's the movement that you like? Do you know? It says um, two Allegro. Two Allegro. Let's listen. <laughs> I was never part of a marching band that played that song, but it's very chipper. It's very marching bandy. Drum corps was also did a lot of that um, yeah. you know, classical music stuff. Sometimes they threw in some more modern stuff as well. I had a resurgence for um, Vivaldi's Winter Ooh. when my husband and I watched the show on Netflix called Chef's Table. And the intro song is Vivaldi's Winter. Oh, wow. And just we loved the show and then we were like well let's listen to more of winter and then we got into the whole four seasons symphony and oh god yes so good it's so good and you don't you know i think not enough people listen to classical music yeah you think it's boring and more shows i think more shows and movies use it than you think yeah yeah absolutely and the composers back then were the rock stars. Oh, God, yeah. People would come from everywhere to see. Think about seeing Beethoven with his hair so and Mozart, crazy, crazy Mozart. Yeah. I was just listening to a show and they were talking about Shostakovich. Mm -hmm. He was around during Lenin, Lenin or Karl Marx, okay. one of the two, but where, when Russia was really oppressed and they wrote music to show that. Yeah that they were rebelling yeah. against the man. Damn the man. Yeah. There's a lot more to it than you got to listen. Yeah. And maybe learn a little bit about the background. That was all five. Yes. That was an experience, Nancy. I'm so happy that I got to share that with you. That was awesome. Thank you. It's all over the place. Oh, that's okay. I love all over the place. Everybody's all over the place though, right? Like, yeah, you like what you like. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know, Stacy. What's your favorite song? Oh, favorite song, Nancy. There's there's too many favorite songs. Pick a favorite Metallica. <laughs> Pick my favorite Metallica song. Yeah. Probably will still have to go. It, it's there's been a lot of really great Metallica songs that have come out in the last even decade. Um, and especially my my love mostly for Metallica started from the '90s. Um, I love the Load Reload albums, but my favorite Metallica song will always be Fade to Black. I don't know why. Oh, yeah. I just absolutely think it's great. Making me pick a favorite song. Who are you? Are you the evil empire? I'm your almost mother. That's true. <laughs> I'm an evil stepmother. No. <laughs> Better than that. All right. Here's some Fade to Black. Thank you. 
a long time to figure out what clip of that song I wanted to pick. Ah. Nancy, I love you. I love you too. Thank you for being on my show. You're welcome. <laughs> I had a great time. If you want to hear these songs in their entirety, follow the Playlist Project Podcast playlist on Spotify or click the link in the description. Thanks for listening.